welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Grateful evening, lovelies. I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and others, and let us all continue moving forward in love, not being fooled by the negative circumstances or appearances, because they are of the outer world, but the evolution of love starts from within each and every one of us in the heart of our I Am Presence. Then it emanates outwards, and we are sincere in our efforts to reach all of God's children and all of God's creation. Amen. Give thanks and praises for your sincere effort to be loved. The wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. And, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. James 3.17-18 What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves, then, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. James 4 1-12 Therefore, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. And, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. For, there is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Ephesians 4 2-6 Give thanks and praises for love and life. And y'all be love. No post tomorrow. Isis Unveiled, Chapter 11 And now we must search magical history for cases similar to those given in the preceding chapter. This insensibility of the human body to the impact of heavy blows and resistance to penetration by sharp points and musket bullets, is a phenomenon sufficiently familiar in the experience of all times and all countries. 
While science is entirely unable to give any reasonable explanation of the mystery, the question appears to offer no difficulty to mesmerists, who have well studied the properties of the fluid. The man, who by a few passes over a limb can produce a local paralysis so as to render it utterly insensible to burns, cuts, and the prickings of needles, need be but very little astonished at the phenomena of the Jansenists. As to the adepts of magic, especially in Siam and the East Indies, they are too familiar with the properties of the Akasha, the mysterious life fluid, to even regard the insensibility of the convulsionaires as a very great phenomenon. The astral fluid can be compressed about a person so as to form an elastic shell, absolutely non-penetrable by any physical object, however great the velocity with which it travels. In a word, this fluid can be made to equal and even excel in resisting power, water, and air. In India, Malabar, and some places of Central Africa, the conjurers will freely permit any traveler to fire his musket or revolver at them, without touching the weapon themselves or selecting the balls. In Lang's travels among Timani, the Karankos, and the Solimas, occurs a description by an English traveler, the first white man to visit the tribe of the Solimas, near the sources of the Dialaba, of a very curious scene. A body of picked soldiers fired upon a chief who had nothing to defend himself with but certain talismans. Although their muskets were properly loaded and aimed, not a ball could strike him. Salvert gives a similar case in his Philosophy of Occult Sciences. In 1568, the Prince of Orange condemned a Spanish prisoner to be shot at Julliers. The soldiers tied him to a tree and fired, but he was invulnerable. They at last stripped him to see what armor he wore, but found only an amulet. When this was taken from him, he fell dead at the first shot. This is a very different affair from the dexterous trickery resorted to by Udin in Algeria. He prepared balls himself of tallow, blackened with soot, and by sleight of hand exchanged them for the real bullets, which the Arab sheikhs supposed they were placing in the pistols. H.P. Blavatsky The simple-minded natives, knowing nothing but real magic, which they had inherited from their ancestors, and which consists in each case of some one thing that they can do without knowing why or how, and seeing Udine, as they thought, accomplished the same results in a more impressive manner, fancied that he was a greater magician than themselves. Many travelers, the writer included, have witnessed instances of this invulnerability where deception was impossible. A few years ago, there lived in an African village, an Abyssinian who passed for a sorcerer. Upon one occasion a party of Europeans, going to Sudan, amused themselves for an hour or two in firing at him with their own pistols and muskets, a privilege which he gave them for a trifling fee. As many as five shots were fired simultaneously, by a Frenchman named Longlois, and the muzzles of the pieces were not above two yards distant from the sorcerer's breast. In each case, simultaneously with the flash, the bullet would appear just beyond the muzzle, quivering in the air, and then, after describing a short parabola, fall harmlessly to the ground. A German of the party, who was going in search of ostrich feathers, offered the magician a five-franc piece if he would allow him to fire his gun with the muzzle touching his body. The man at first refused, but, finally, after appearing to hold conversation with somebody inside the ground, consented. The experimenter carefully loaded, and pressing the muzzle of the weapon against the sorcerer's body, after a moment's hesitation, fired, the barrel burst into fragments as far down as the stock, and the man walked off unhurt. This quality of invulnerability can be imparted to persons both by living adepts and by spirits. H.P. Blavatsky
Discourses, Volume 13. Saint Germain, if there is anyone who has anything in their feeling, known or unknown, that feels that I am not real or tangible, and that the messenger has anything to do with these dictations, then you must get it out of your system, because that cannot remain in your midst. I know absolutely everything that is going on in each one's thought and feeling. I am never deceived with what is in the feeling and motive of the individual, therefore, do not think for a moment that I am. But these things have reached this point now where we are so near reaching the apex. Oh, I do not mean, dear ones, that one has to be as perfect as the ascended being for this to be done, but I am only asking certain simple things that anyone can give to make it possible. In Kansas City when this great percentage was attained, and now when we have the opportunity to go on expanding it, surely there is no human desire that could have any part in it. Oh, those blessed ones who have so recently accomplished the ascension go forth with that great love, pleading with the people, trying to have them understand that only so recently they were in limited forms and now are free. How many there are in America today who could have that freedom even as quickly, would all desire to have a feeling concerning another must banish. Oh, beloved ones, love and bless each other as you have never known or thought possible, and refuse to let one word or a single feeling arise in your criticism of each other. It must be done. If you forfeit the right now, then God help you. I do not mean by that that any harm would come to you, but it would mean you would be again in the outer world from which you came. Oh, I wonder if you realize that you are no longer of the outer world. I wondered, oh, so much, and I longed so much to see in the audience, when the great divine director said he held them in that globe of light drawn from the cave of light in India, those who realized a single thing of what he meant and how real it was. But after all, great and tremendous is the victory being won, in spite of all. Beloved Saint Germain, Saint Germain, steadily and surely is banishing the so-called opposition to the light, and the time is very short now until vicious individuals who begin to put forth that viciousness toward the light will last but a short time. Their ignorance and their viciousness toward the messengers, toward the light, makes no difference, the reaction will come. Not so large a number, but a great and loyal, tremendous love goes up from this place, and there are about 200 people here from whom the most intense, loyal, Wondrous love and gratitude is released to the messengers and the great ones for all that has come forth. Of course, that is equal to 2,000 who would be lukewarm. Will each one of you, as you have the opportunity to talk to people, stress the one point that in all their decree work they are releasing into the mental and feeling world of mankind, so far-reaching, these qualities or whatever is called forth, and that there is no limit, really, to it. You see, beloved group leaders, in the future try to understand the need of your holding fast to the Ascended Master's words. Look how long the messengers read from the manuscript. While they have a privilege the group leaders do not have, there is not one thing they ever say that is not our words from the dictations that are in the books or private. The outside world does not understand that perhaps, but nevertheless it is true. Therefore, that accounts for their success in this great achievement. If all group leaders understood the need or reason for using the Ascended Master's words that are cups that carry those qualities into their group activity and their decrees, they would have no difficulty in making and holding harmony in their group activity. You will notice in every single instance where discord came in, it was through an individual trying to assert their human opinions about it. In every single instance you will find that is the case. 
The moment a group leader or anybody begins to lose that humbleness and feel their authority to dictate to somebody else, then trouble is brewing because the very condition will open them up to the discord that is surging everywhere. But that need not be done. If every group leader and student knew, really knew in their feeling, that their motive was known to the ascended masters, that there was not anything hidden, how different everything would be. It would keep them in that humbleness. It would keep the discord from intruding so often. Beloved Saint Germain, Thank you.